3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Hi, this is Jen from Massachusetts, and you're listening to the Rise and Run podcast. Thank you, Jen from Massachusetts. Is that my Jen from Massachusetts? I, I believe it is, Allie. Is that, is that Jen, the first-time marathoner from Massachusetts? Well, I suspect so. We may have to ask her. I think, yeah, that's got to be her, right? Uh, thanks for doing that for us. We've got a bunch more. We'll be using them. If you haven't heard yourself yet, do not despair. We'll be using them in future episodes. And we've got some other listener input we're going to get to later today. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 68 of the Rise and Run podcast. We are so glad that you're here. I'm Bob, and I'm here tonight with John. Hey, how you doing? With Allie. Hi, friends. With Greg. Hey, hey, hey. And with Lexi. Hello. Good to see you, my friends. Everybody doing pretty well, kind of recovered now, coming out of marathon weekend, getting your training back together and all that good stuff. Absolutely. That's good. I, I want to do a uh, a quick alibi or apology at the beginning here. Um, there is nothing wrong with your headphones. Do not attempt to adjust the audio. We are controlling transmission. And I've stolen that from somewhere. I replaced the word television with the word audio. Where'd that come from? The Outer Limits. John, I knew John would know. That used to be the introduction to a TV show, The Outer Limits. Um, if you didn't know, it's because I'm old and <laughs> you're much younger and it's before your time. But it was a cool thing. You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, what's going on? I, I know my voice is off a little bit. And I think some of my friends here have had a similar problem. Hey, when you go someplace and you hang out with 15 or 20,000 of your closest friends, it's not unusual to pick up a cold or something like that. And that's been going around. So I'm going to have to press the cough button here more than once or count on Greg to edit for me. But that's why we sound just a little bit different. I think when you run a marathon, also your immune system kind of suffers towards the end of it as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, correct. There's definitely yeah. something to that. Or whenever you're running at, you know, 30 degree weather and 80 degree weather, all within a couple of days, that also affects it too. All within a couple of one race. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing about tonight's episode is that you've been listening to us for quite a lot of the last couple episodes. Tonight, it's mostly you. Uh, our friends, Chris, Chris Twiggs, who is a perfect marathoner, is with us tonight. We're joined later on by Jeff. Jeff Francisci, who is a perfect dopey. And we're also joined by a bunch of you folks who we had some roving reporters who did interviews during in the expo in a segment that we'd like to call. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's our new 
uh, Expo interview segment, How You Doing? In fact, why don't we get to a couple of those right now? Before we play the first couple, John and Allie, you want to tell us about this, how you did them? Okay, so uh, we thought about before the virtual queue was, well, we're all standing in line for many hours to just go through the uh, people there and ask them how they're doing. But Disney tried to throw a little wrench in our uh, plans. So, really? uh, yeah. so wine and dine, we never did it. So let's say, let's try it. The people we saw on the lines in uh marathon weekend and we tried it and hopefully it's something you guys will like and it's something we'll try to do in the future. We love hearing your stories and just this opportunity to sit and talk to some people. I realized how cool everybody is and how, you know, it's a great excuse for them to tell you their stories. So these are like little mini story segments. And most people were pretty open to talk to talking. Yeah. You want to talk on a podcast? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they can't resist you, you two. I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to the first couple. Amanda from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yes. Is this your first run Disney event? It is not. Okay. I see you're wearing a zippity tee, a dopey zippity tee. Yes. Are you doing dopey this weekend? I am. Okay. I am doing dopey, yeah. Cool. And um, what is your favorite part of run Disney events? Like, what are you looking forward to the most? The costumes. Yeah. Are you costuming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to just divulge some of your costumes because this so, will be after the event so i won't tell anyone if you okay so for the 5k i'm dressing as my favorite snack so i'm a dole whip float yes <laughs> so i'm gonna be gigantic and awkward and i can run but i probably won't run wearing that um 10k gadget hack, hack wrench and okay then, um for the half daisy Mm-hmm. And then Dobie for the Oh, that's awesome. What are you um what are you gonna do after you get your medals? Uh I'm I I I don't know. Okay. I'm going to probably head back to the resort, put my legs up the wall, <laughs> and chill out for a bit, and then go eat dinner. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Amanda. Amanda, where are you from? Uh, Massachusetts. All right. So this is your first run Disney event? Second run Disney event. Okay. And what of, what um, distances are you running? I'm running the 5K and the 10K. Okay. And what are you most looking forward to this weekend? I am most looking forward to running it with my cousin, Danny. Yes. Okay. Danny, where are you from? I'm from originally Boston, Massachusetts, but I've lived in Florida for the last three years. Okay. And you are a fast hole? Technically, yes, but no. <laughs> I mean, I give all the credit to the start, which was 2020 when I signed up for my first marathon because my cousin had ran the half in 2018. And seeing that the full was only $2 more, I was like, this is a good financial decision. <laughs> yeah. $2, 13 more miles, let's do this. Yes, that's awesome. That's kind of the way to do a run Disney event, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. And so it's the community of people yeah. that you meet. And all the friends that you acquire through the years. So that kind of leads into my next question is, what are you most looking forward to this weekend? I think always just remembering why I started. Because it's such a nostalgic event for me. And I love the marathon start. Like, it's just fun being in that massive crowd of people. And not knowing what those miles will hold. But also figuring out a way to get through it when it becomes tough. Yeah. What do you do when it becomes tough for you? It's just remembering, like, why you're out here. And you trust your training. Yes, we all don't have a perfect training cycle. And yes, we hit those roadblocks. But being able to overcome those roadblocks is definitely what's the most important. I love that. 
Oh, that's awesome. And then my softball question for you guys is, what are you most looking forward to eating after you run all these miles? Does alcohol count? Sure. <laughs> okay, because like a liquid diet ever after every race. Oh God, my first thought was a donut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I think that's a great idea. All the donuts, all the Dole Whips, all of the cupcakes. Yep, the Mickey bars. No, the, the Mickey, Mickey bars. The plastic cheese. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Hi, what's your name? Casey. Casey, where are you from? Massachusetts. Casey, is this your first run Disney event? No, ma'am. Um, and which other events have you done? Uh, I've done all of them except for the marathon. Okay. And which events are you running this weekend? All of them except for the marathon. And trying the marathon. <laughs> So you're doing all the events. What is your favorite part so far? Um, being with my best friends. Hey, how you doing? I'm here with David, and uh, he's another first-time dopey runner. Uh, David, why did you want to do dopey? Uh, I've done a couple different races here, and I uh, just thought it'd be challenging. What? What was? The, how many races have you done for Disney? About 14 half marathons. And other races, but this is your first. This could be your first marathon. No, I've done one other marathon. Okay, you're you're ready, trained, everything ready to go. I'm ready to go. What's your name and where are you from? Chuck Passon. I live near Jacksonville, Florida. Perfect. And you are the husband of a dopey runner that I just interviewed. Lisa, yes. And what was your what was your role in? Her training. Getting her here, uh, she can't drive. Um, paying for a lot of things because okay, bankrolling. Yep. And cheering her on. When she had back in 2020, she had uh, a mini stroke and 78 seizures. That's why she's having trouble talking. I was the one that like you need to get up off the couch because she was vegetating. Mm -hmm. If she didn't get off the couch, she wasn't going to recover. So I kind of like, you need to get running again, because that's your thing. That's her stress relief. That's That makes everything better for her. It helps her relieve the stress, brings her blood pressure down, so she can actually function. Mm -hmm. So I, I got her running again. She was afraid to run because she was afraid she was going to have a seizure. Mm -hmm. So I got her running again. That's fantastic. And, you know, I was like, you need to get running again. You need to get running again. You need to get running, because running is so important for you. Yep. You know, I it's her it's her medicine, you know. She needs running badly. So it's like I had to get her up off the couch and now that she's back up off the couch, she's back running again and she's doing her fourth dopey. Oh, and I'm I the one that. that got the animal started. I love that. So you're I, I paid for her first dopey. It was a birthday slash Christmas present. We were just best friends then. Yeah. And she's like, I really want to run it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, get on the website. She goes, no, no, I can't afford it. I'm like, get on the website here. And we were chatting before. You said you're a former runner. Yes. Um, and so did you help with her training? I see your shirt says husband, trainer, court, coach, supporter, dopey runner. Yeah, I I, uh, I help her when she needs it. Um, like sometimes I'll, I'll drive along in you know, my scooter or my car. Because I'm an amputee, it's like, 
I would be like, you need to, you know, you need to do this. You need to get up because she'll have a seizure. And she'll get up and run again. Oh wow! She'll have a, she'll have a seizure this week in the middle of the course. That's and she'll get up and run again. That's amazing. But you know, it was like at first it was hard for her to do it because it, you know she was recovering and her body was not wanting to. Yeah. So it was, I had her running again. That's amazing. That's amazing. What a great story. Um, what are you most looking forward to as a supporter in the event this weekend? My wife having a great time yeah. and, and finishing her fourth dopey. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, how you doing? This is John. We're here at uh, Run Disney Expo. I'm here with David and Kristen. Kristen. So, guys, how'd you guys get started doing Run Disney? Um, our friend actually introduced us to it and said, like, hey, you should really do this. It's a lot of fun. And we took the first plunge with a 5K and a 10K. And that was awesome. And just added to half. And I kept going from there. So I've done, I think, 35, maybe 40 or so run Disney races so far. So what are you doing this weekend? I'm doing the Dopey this weekend. Uh, is this your first? This will be my third Dopey. Well, that's great. And uh, you? I am just cheering and being supportive this weekend. I do the other races. I'll go up to a half, but I don't do the marathon weekend. Okay, great. I like to ask, what are you looking forward to most during this weekend? I've got to say taking all the pictures. Um, I try really hard to take every one of the pictures out on the course, and year on year I've gotten a little bit faster so that my crowds get a little bit better and I have a little bit shorter lines. So... My goal is to take all the pictures and hopefully at the end get a personal best on either a half or the full. Okay, so I found a couple run dopies in the line. What's your name and where are you from? I'm Damalyn. I'm actually, uh, we're military, so we're stationed in Virginia. This is Lisa Kaplan. Lisa. And I'm from Jacksonville. All right, Jacksonville. And what events are you do doing this weekend? Both doing dopies. Perfect. And um, what are you most looking forward to during the event? Yes. Finishing. Yeah. <laughs> Finishing All the fun. Together. Yeah. This is her fourth dopey. This is my first, really. Mm -hmm. I didn't finish 2020, so that, coming back. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, so this is a, I wanted to say revenge race, and that's not the right, redemption race yes. for you. very much. <laughs> I was yeah. injured, and then the heat, so. Um, that's fantastic and, and this is going to be much different weather I think than what we had in the last couple months. Um, what are you most looking forward to eating after you finish your marathons with your dopey medals on? Oh gosh, I don't know. It's more the drinking. Pizza. Yeah, pizza. And you said mostly drinking. Drinking. <laughs> you can tell them I'm on vacation right now. Yeah. Do you guys ride rides? We're more for the fun of it. Yeah. Do you ride rides after the races? Yeah. yeah. Go to the parks? Yeah, after we'll stop the food. Uh, we don't go on the ride because I'm slow. So. I'm not slow. We have fun. Yes, we have fun. Well, if we, we pass it and we're able to, we're going to jump on a ride. But <laughs> We call it party pace. There you yeah. go. Yes. Yeah. Party pace. I like that better than slow. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Good luck in your dopies. And it was really nice talking to you. Nice meeting you. I came across and you're wearing this gorgeous hot pink tracksuit from the 90s. Yes. 
and you look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> um, what is your name? My name is Diane. Diane? Yes. And where are you from? I'm from Texas. Is this your first Run Disney event? It is not. It's okay. actually my third Dopey, um, oh. and I've been doing Run Disney since 2014. Okay, so you did Dopey before. Yes. What are you most looking forward to this Dopey? Hopefully cooler weather. The past two have been quite warm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so hopefully cooler weather. And then it's always neat to do uh, the anniversary years. So the anniversary of Dopey and the anniversary of the marathon will be cool this year as well. That's awesome. So since you're a seasoned Dopey runner, um, what advice would you give people who are thinking about doing a Run Disney event in the future? Uh, definitely train. Uh, you know, the, the more you run at home, the more you're going to be prepared no matter the weather. Um, but also, if, if they're getting ready to do their first dopey, don't go back to bed and sleep after every race. The more you kind of walk around the parks, kind of the better. Okay. Um, you don't give a chance for that lactic acid to build up and um, you kind of recover a little easier. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and then my softball question is always something like, what is your favorite Disney snack? Uh, Dole Whip, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you, too. All right, thanks. That was fun. That's that's just about half of them, guys. We've got more to come later on in the episode. Hey, I kind of was remiss in the beginning. I don't want to forget about, guys, we are rapidly closing in on Princess Weekend. As of the airing of this episode, Princess is a mere five weeks away. Boy, it, it comes pretty quick on the heels of Marathon Weekend. Uh, if you're training for Princess, you've got four miles, including the Magic Mile this weekend. We, you know, we talked about the Magic Mile in depth real early on in one of those episodes. I looked for it and couldn't find it, but uh, it's out there. Uh, we may do that again later on, explain the Jeff Galloway Magic Mile. Springtime Surprise is 12 weeks away now. If you're running Springtime Surprise, I've got four miles on the training schedule for this weekend. And speaking of Springtime Surprise training, our friends Kristen and Devin, that's Run Fit Mama and Fit Fab Disney, they have a Springtime Surprise training group starting up. Now this is unsolicited. They, neither one of them knows that we're mentioning it in the podcast. They've just been good friends of ours and I wanted to pass that along. So you can look into that if you're interested. Fit Fab Disney or Run Fit Mama. And elsewhere in the world of training, Greg's got something going on. Yeah. So now that we're in the post dopey, post goofy, post marathon weekend phase of our training calendars, Obviously, you know, the big race weekend is over where a majority of us live. It is pretty darn cold. And sometimes the motivation to get outside and run might be difficult. Yeah. So I was I was chatting with my buddy Tom over at the Will Run For podcast, and we have decided to revive the hashtag Will Rise and Peloton Foe Challenge. Yeah, for uh, the month of February. Nice. Things are going to be a little bit different this time. Uh, what we are going to do is it is going to be more simple and more streamlined, similar to when Tom and I went mono a mono um, in the middle of last year. But this time, we want to get you, the listener, involved. So what we are going to do 
It is going to be Team Rise and Run versus Team Will Run For. So we're looking to so Tom and I will serve as team captains, and we are looking for four listeners each to join our teams. And essentially, what we're going to do is everyone is going to log their miles on the Peloton bike, report back to us, and then whichever team has the most miles at the end of February will win. Now, obviously, we're doing this for our own fitness benefits. So again, we can keep up our endurance and our, our training and, and our physical fitness you know, during these colder months. But we also want to help other organizations in the process. So what we're going to do is if you are interested in joining the team, we have not come up with a definitive dollar amount just yet, but it's not going to be anything extravagant by any means whatsoever. But there would be a small buy-in to join our team. And then essentially, the losing team is then going to take that collection of money and donate it to a charity. So if Team Rise and Run wins, the money will get donated to Give Kids the World. Or if Team Will Run For wins the money will get donated to American Cancer Society. So again, if you're really, really interested in joining this challenge, either reach out to me on whether it be Facebook or on Instagram if you want to join Team Rise and Run or if you want to join you know, Tom and that, that other podcast, you know, <laughs> the, 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 those, those crazy loons that we love so much over at Will Run For, contact them on their social medias. Like I said, we'll get... You know, we're looking for four team members each to join Tom and I. We'll get this started on February 1st, go throughout the entire month. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it and um, and also do some good uh, charity work as well, too. And what I'm secretly hoping for, Aaron has joined the Peloton bandwagon, and I'm secretly hoping that she actually changes allegiances <laughs> and joins Team Rise and Run. But we shall see how that turns out. <laughs> but see, also, Greg, you got to make sure to tell the listeners if you bike a lot, join Team Rise and Run. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, if you're an avid Pelotoner, join our team, not the other team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was going to beg for people because I know Greg needs help. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Greg, can you get like Bradley Rose on your team or something like that? You know that that would be amazing if I could actually get Bradley Rose uh, to, to join our team, the, the the great Peloton instructor over in the UK. Yeah, I, I will try and work that channel. Uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how that works out. But yeah, this again, this is something that we thought that you would create a nice fun rivalry, yeah. um, you know, and everything like that, and and raise a lot of money for uh, for a good cause. So we're we're really excited no, that's about great. it. So again, if you're interested, message us on our on our social medias and such. And uh, we'll get that going so we can get started on February 1st. Does sound like fun. Don't have a Peloton. Have a, have a bike. I've got a nice Cannondale, but uh, don't, think, don't think you want me. Uh, yeah, please, if you're an avid Pelotoner, please get in touch with Greg. He's, he's going need, to need all the help he can get. I think Tom beat him last time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Bob, it sounds like you're rooting for the other team. Come on. <laughs> sounds good. So that's something to look forward to. But right now, let's look back just a little bit. Let's look back a week or two to Marathon Weekend, where a bunch of us did Dopey, a bunch of us did uh, the Marathon, and whatever else you did was a wonderful accomplishment. But try to picture, here we are in 2023. 
try to picture running every marathon between now and the year 2052. Ugh. That's a lot of marathons. That's a lot of marathons. 30 That's a lot ex- of years. 30 to be exact. Our next guest and good friend, Coach Chris Twiggs, has done just that. He has been at the Walt Disney World Marathon every year for the 30 years that they've had the marathon. You got that one COVID year in there, which kind of is like an asterisk, but it counts. And, uh, and Chris has done all 30. Uh, we love having Chris with us. So Chris, welcome back to the Rise and Run podcast. It's great to see you. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me back. Thank you. Uh, yeah, come, especially coming off your appearance at uh, number one on our most listened to or most requested. Anyway, that was, that was just a couple episodes ago. It wasn't that long. Yeah. So it's good to have you back. John's getting you fitted for the five timers jacket. He'll get your sizes later and he'll, he'll see that. <laughs> I, I don't know what you have planned for that, John, but you know, you talked it up. Yeah, we got to get it. Okay. But Chris, we want to hear about 30 years of the Walt Disney world marathon, a perfect yeah. marathoner. They had a little, uh, had a little celebration for you guys this year, didn't they? They did. Um, they've done various things for us uh, over the years, uh, starting with the fifth year. Nobody nobody paid attention to us the second or third. Nobody knew. I mean, right. nobody really paid attention to streaking a race or mm-hmm. perfect in a race. It wasn't something people really talked about or thought about 30 years ago. And um, But starting with the fifth year, they started letting us know that they knew about us. Mm-hmm. And so every every five years for a while, and then a few years ago, I can't remember when they started, but a few years ago, they started doing something small for us every single year. Cool. And this year, they made a made a big deal. We heard our uh, we heard them we heard ourselves talked about quite a bit this past weekend. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it too uh, going out. They played on the big screen and all that. I saw the sash, the perfect uh, perfect marathoner sash. That was kind of cool. A little bit different. Uh, how many how many perfects are there now, Chris? Well, there were 59 of us mm-hmm. that were that were signed up for the event. Um, and I'll there's still a few now that now that we're past the weekend, there's still a few that we are trying to find to verify if they finished. Um, now, of course, this is unofficial. This is just the, the those of us that are in that group that are kind of going through the results and trying to find out how many of us finished. Run Disney, obviously, are the ones that that make the official determination. Mm-hmm. Um, so somewhere between fifty and fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine you've made some friends in that group by now. You stay in touch with any of them outside the race? Yeah, we sure do. We sure do. So there's a Facebook group cool. that uh, that we created that somebody created several years ago mm-hmm. to um, to keep track of us, and it's actually really fun. They put together. That's how I know that they're looking for a few people because they put together the results of our group. And so we have stats on how many of them, you know, who's the oldest, who's the youngest, how many of mm-hmm. them finished uh, under four hours, how many of them, you know, there are two, we, there mm-hmm. are two married couples that are both oh, neat, perfect. Neat. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really neat. And um, you know, a, most of us live in Florida. There are okay, makes sense. at least, 
there are at least two others that live in the Jacksonville area mm -hmm. uh, who I bump into at local races oh, cool. quite a bit. And um, so, yeah, we know each other and have a lot of fun. And of course, they gather us together at the back of Corral A or starting group A every year. They, they put us all up there. So this year uh, we were back there and they had cameras on us and took a bunch of pictures together and everything. So that's our little reunion. Nice. If, if somebody misses or that they, they get kicked out of the Facebook group and that. that you know. <laughs> I, yeah. you know, I, I, I would imagine they just sort of quietly. Well, maybe away. I don't know. It's kind of a sad thing. We definitely are not, you know, it's not a competition. We're not trying no, to yeah. oust people, but naturally, gosh, over 30 years, it's amazing yeah. that, that, um, that we've been able to keep doing it. It, yeah, it is. Now you used to be the youngest. Are you still the youngest? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you laughed at that That's... and didn't take me seriously. Mom, what the heck's of wrong course. with you? Yeah. Of course. No, I, I, yeah, I'm still the youngest. And well, I that's don't good think to know. There will be more of us. I don't think there will be more of us nope. next year than there were this year. Uh oh, that's good to know. So I'm curious out of 30 Disney marathons, is there any that kind of stuck out the most? What's your number one Disney marathon? What year was it and why? Oh my golly. I mean, they are, they all stand out in some way, right? They all stand out in some way. Um, the very first one obviously is, is significant. The first Disney marathon was my first marathon. Yeah, that's cool. And was yeah. characters? I knew that. Yeah, there were characters. There were characters out there. Um, you know, Chris is a character. Back... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they actually were, you know, I mean, Mickey Mouse was there giving high fives at the starting line. Um, not up on a stage. I mean, but kind of yeah. close enough that you could give him a high five as you went by the first year. And um, but there have always been some sort of character stops. They weren't they they weren't as popular because um, you couldn't carry a. They didn't allow you to carry cell phones with you in, uh, yeah, in yeah. 1994. <laughs> um, That's because they were in big so, bags. And all. You got a big yeah. backpack on your back, right? Or they were stuck in Jack's your car. Jack looked right. so confused whenever yeah. he said that. Well, no, I was trying really? to remember. They didn't allow you to. Do I was just like, isn't there like a car phone back then or something like that? Oh, well, there were telephones. Yeah, but a, a phone and a camera were two different things. Yes, and um, and the only way that you could see something on your that the, a picture that you took the same day as if it was a Polaroid. Yep. Um, and I can't imagine somebody running the marathon with a Polaroid. <laughs> no. so, I would have double Google Google Polaroid, and you'll. That's right. Um, so yeah, so so the character stops were not as big a deal because you know there weren't. There was no social media. People were posting things on. And, and so those are things that kind of developed over time. Um, but that first one, that first Disney marathon was my very first marathon. So definitely that stood out. Um, my first, the first time I ever qualified for the Boston Marathon was at the Disney Marathon. That one is significant. Um, the year that the water, it was so cold that the water was freezing at the aid stations. Yeah. What? That one, remember that that story, one stands yeah. out. Yeah. That one stands out. So there were a lot there, you know, they're all special in different ways. Um, the 25th year. So five years ago, the 25th year was really significant for us, for the perfects, because that's when they told us that, um, from now on, as long as we keep the street going, we don't have to pay. Ooh. to get into the marathon. Um, so we're the only group 
the perfect what? dopies don't have that, at least not yet. The perfect That's princesses awesome. don't have that. Um, so yeah, so we are the, the 59 of us, there were more of us five years ago, but um, 59 of us, uh, if whoever, those of us that finished it this year, if we want to run it next year, we, they send us a guaranteed link uh, prior to registration opening and we just click on it and update our information if there's anything to update and we're in, don't have to pay anything. So. That's awesome. That is cool. Coach, obviously you've talked about, you know, what has stood out to you in terms of memories for you, but over the span of three decades, if you could pinpoint one or two things of how has this race weekend evolved in your eyes? Like what are the most significant evolutions that you have seen over marathon weekend over the course of 30 years? I tell you, well, the thing that I think has helped me the most, the thing that I think has helped the most runners not to be too um, commercial about it. But, uh, you know, Jeff Galloway was named as the official training consultant of Run Disney uh, many years ago. And at the time, there was still another pacing company that was providing the pacers, um, which was fine. They were the original pacing company. Cliff Bar provided the pacing. Oh, wow. and they, they, were about, they were about the only pacing group out there at the time. But when when Disney decided to put their pacers where their mouth was, so to speak, when, mm-hmm. when Disney decided that, hey, you know, we've got Jeff Galloway as the official training consultant of Run Disney. He's writing training schedules we're putting up on the website, and he's telling people they should be taking these walk breaks, and he's telling people how to do this. We need to make sure that the pacers out there on the course are using that method and teaching people that method. Um, to me, that's that's the most significant change because I hear all the time, especially this last week, I've, I've been hearing about every hour the last couple of days from people who say that the Pacers saved them, saved their race, got yeah. them through when they didn't think they could get through. Um, and so to me, Disney embracing Jeff Galloway, embracing this method has been massive. I really believe that there are people that are attracted to this race and to all the races at Disney who would not be attracted to any other marathon or any other race. They're Disney fans or, or you know, they're ch- children at heart. And so they come and they do this race. And we know that Jeff Galloway has the method that's going to help those people achieve those dreams. And so that's, that's a significant thing to me. And I realize that I'm looking at that from the point of view of someone who works for Jeff and who benefits from that. But that's huge. And, and it helped me. I learned about the, the run-walk method from Jeff Galloway at the expo at Disney. I would not have found out about that method had I not gone to Disney, heard Jeff talking at the expo, and decided to use that method. So that association with Jeff Galloway, which has been there from the beginning. Jeff was... Jeff. There were 60 of us perfect marathoners until this year. And, um, you know, Jeff Galloway did not run the marathon this year. Uh, he was a character stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, as um, as they put it in our little perfect Facebook group, perfect marathoner Facebook group, when they were relaying uh, who all finished and how we finished, there was a little notation that Jeff Galloway will always be per- be perfect in our eyes. <laughs> I Aww. like that. I like that. Yeah. That's great. And, uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of unique, well, it can't be a lot of unique things, but Disney runs are unique and that spirit is 
the uniquest. All right, that's not a word, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that spirit you just talked about. Well, this kind of goes along with. Um, I mean, Greg stole my question, but I'm going to reword it just a little bit. In your race experience specifically, what would be the the thing that has changed the most from number one to number thirty? Well, I mean, number one is the only marathon. The only marathon I ever ran without walk breaks was the very first Disney marathon. Um, so that's certainly a big change in the way I run. But that happened right away. That happened between number one and number two. Um, from number one to number 30, I'm a faster runner than I was. I'm a smarter runner than I was. It, it takes a lot. It takes, I would say it takes maybe 30 marathons, uh, maybe more to figure out this distance. Um, it's hard. The marathon is a hard nut to crack. And, you know, I now have done more than a hundred of them and I still make mistakes here and there, but I watched my son this, I didn't watch him. My gosh, he was way ahead of me the whole time. But, but my son ran, uh, my son ran the marathon on Sunday and he's done other marathons. Uh, but this is his first Disney marathon and he, he didn't run it the way he wanted to. And he, even, even with his experience running other marathons, this one's different. There are different challenges with the Disney marathon. There are different things that you face with the Disney marathon that you don't face with a small marathon where nobody ever gets in your way or um, where you don't have to worry about running past uh, the castle running through the castle or all of those sorts of, of things that happen. So um, Disney's a different type of race. So I, I think it's taken me a while to figure out the marathon. I think I've got it not, not completely figured out. It probably still has some lessons to teach me. Um, but, but Lord knows I know this one better than, um, than I know any other race. Cause obviously I've got more experience here and um, you know, and it's taught me a lot. It's made me who I am really. I would think when you think you have it figured out, you're in trouble. Uh, Alexi, yeah. I'll offer some. I'll offer something up, and obviously I wasn't there. But if you go to YouTube and look at a video of the original race, you will never see more white T-shirts assembled than you will in that group. That seemed to be it. 90 percent of the runners were in white T-shirts. I think not. Not so anymore. Obviously, you know, running this race over, you know, now 30 times, what is something that has gone away from this race, whether it's an amenity or portion of the course or something like that, that you wish could come back in this, you know, this decade's iteration of the races? Well, there are a couple of things. And, and you know, these may these may be unpopular things. Um, there were a lot of people that complained about the whole ESPN wide, wide world of sports section that we used that. to run through. I do too. I yeah, mean, I, I really I do. I remember, I remember the 20th year was a mm -hmm. big year when we ran through there and it was, um, it was fun. There's so many different things you see when you run through that section and you got to run on a track, which was kind of mm -hmm. a little yeah. bouncy. It was a little, little bouncy in that yeah. section. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like that. Well, yeah, it was. I mean, frankly, it was. 
Um, so, and that was an area that we had for a while and it was a lot of fun. Um, something that can't come back, but that was really neat. Uh, you know, Disney had that, uh, NASCAR type racetrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so there were several years that we got to run on that track. In fact, I, I believe the first year that that track was there, we ran on it oh, and neat. then we didn't run on it. For, yeah. Then we didn't run on it for a while. And then it came back for a couple of years. And I, I remember watching a video where I think Mickey Mouse was was bragging on the fact or talking about the fact that for the first time you're gonna run through the uh the track. And I'm and I'm I'm thinking with all the other perfects, I'm sure, nah, we did that. We already did that. You know, you're forgetting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. our memory's better than Mickey's better than old Mickey's, now. He yeah. doesn't remember. Yeah. So that he was, is 90, so let, really, let's cut him some slack. Yeah, we'll cut him some slack. <laughs> But um, but that was a really fun section. I mean, you knew it was about a mile, I guess, around that loop. Uh, they had these really cool vintage cars parked on oh, that neat. track that you got to run past. It was it was a lot of fun. That was a really neat section. Of course, that's not coming back because they've torn that track. Not up. gone, yeah. Right. Um, but that was that was a section that was really really cool that I definitely enjoyed. Um, and then the other thing that I miss. Uh, I understand why the start is as early as it is. I, I, I support the start being as early mm-hmm. as it is, but um, I, th- this sounds like a, a fast person problem and I don't mean it to sound that way, but um, Epcot used to be open when I ran through it. I used to, I used to run past, mm-hmm. you know, families and my family could come in and, and watch me, not just at, at Epcot, but my family could be in, at um at hollywood studios and you know i could see i could see and 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 not just not just families coming in to watch but like the parks were open so and and i know that for for some people the parks are open but the parks were open when i was still trying to run as fast as i could now if you're running as fast as you can and try to get a good time there which i still do at those races um or at that race the parks aren't open coming through there and so that's a little bit of a a little bit of a bummer. I miss that. It means, you know, I don't get to see the rides. Also, fast passes, right? So when fast passes existed, when like paper, like you you printed out the fast pass card, when those existed, if you were watching the race or after I finished, I could go back, for example, to um, I could go back to Hollywood and I could get a fast pass ticket for Tower of Terror or for Everest. And when a runner would come up wanting to hop on i could hand them my ticket oh, cool. so that here you can Aww. skip the line you don't have to wait you know oh, that was awesome. a cool thing you could do and runners you know people would do that for each other at that point you can't do that now because now it's you know if it's lightning lane it's tied to your your yeah. wristband and all that sort of stuff so um so there there are some changes that are missed that i think would be fun if there were a way to to bring that stuff back now but, see you don't you don't know this because you were already past there but this is the first time I saw this happen, that when I went by Everest, there was a cast member outside going, runners, runners, you can go through the single rider lane, runners only through the single nice. rider lane. And they were shooting people yeah. through that. I don't remember that happening before. This is my, I'm counting Mickey Mouse years over there. This is my fourth Disney marathon. I don't remember that before. So Bob, that I've never experienced, because I've always gotten to Animal Kingdom way before Everest was ever open. 
and this marathon they actually had it where the cast member was like do you want to yeah. ride and i'm like the park's not even open yet and i was just like looked at it, i was like that's so tempting but mm-hmm. also to what you were saying chris is like I've never started a crowd before. And when I, so this is my first year doing it. And I kind of noticed the same thing of what you just said is I was so used to being able to see all these families in the parks. What I witnessed was everybody getting into the parks or at least waiting to get into the parks and maybe just a small smattering of the um, early park hours, extra magic hours. Yeah. That's what it's called. And so you didn't see as many people. So when I went around World Showcase, I'm so used to seeing like, whoa, crowds of people. And then it's like, no, it's just the cast members. I was like, that was a really different this time around. You walk with me, Jack. You'll see it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to slow down. <laughs> um, Chris, you and I had talked before. In fact, we talked at the expo. Uh, 30 years. That's a remarkable streak. And you got to be good. But you got to be a little lucky too. Um, any close calls? Any close calls that maybe you might have missed one? You know, I don't know that there were necessarily. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah, there was one um, because my mm-hmm. wife was my wife ran the first four, and uh, you know she's the one that dragged me into it. She's the one that signed me up for the first Disney marathon, and so we did the first four together, and um, and then. Uh, my son uh, turned 25 on Saturday, on half marathon day. My son turned uh-huh. 25. So that gives yeah. that gives you the idea. Yep. Since he's younger than 30, that um, yeah, we had we had uh, an event 25 years ago that kept my wife from running the marathon, and we were both registered that year. Uh, we were both planning on running it, and then the baby just wasn't born as early as we thought he would or hoped he would. And thankfully, thankfully he was born on uh, January 7th, 1998. And so we, um, you know, we were able to, yeah. So we had the um, four, five, six, seven, eight, that's five. That's right. So, um, so we, uh, he was born and I guess back then I'd have to look on the calendar, but but back then that was a, a couple of days before the marathon. And thankfully, one change, one change that has been made, but thankfully it wasn't made yet at that point, uh, other people could pick up your race bib for you. So I did not have to be, I did not have to pick up my race bib in person. So we asked a friend who lived in Florida and was running the race. We asked her if she would pick up our packets for us. And so she did. She picked up my packet and my wife's. And um, even though we knew that Diana wasn't going to get to run the race because she had a C-section. And so, and I I guarantee if she, if that baby had been born that natural childbirth, my wife would have found a way to walk back. (laughs) Um, So, uh, or at least the half back then the half and the full were held simultaneously. And the the half is before they introduced goofy. And so the half finished at the halfway point of the marathon. Mm -hmm. So you would see people that would, yeah. So you'd see people that would start with a marathon number, but then would stop halfway oh, okay. and would get the Donald, the Donald Duck medal was the, okay. uh, the half marathon medal. So anyway, I, I, uh, we, our friend picked up the packets for us. Diana couldn't come down to, uh, to Florida. We were actually living in Greenville, South Carolina that year. And, um, so I picked up, I, I flew down, brought, brought my wife home and the baby, my mother-in-law was there. So they were safe at the house. 
I flew down on Saturday, got to my friend's place, got my bib and my wife's bib. And actually back then we used these uh, chips called a champion chip. It was a chip that you, you um, tied onto your shoes. Yes. I remember and that, that was how they did the timing. Yeah. yeah. So I had two of them because she had picked up my wife's uh, packet as well. And you were going to, they would charge you 30 bucks if you didn't return you didn't, that yep. at the end. And yep. yeah. And 30 bucks is still, <laughs> still yeah. I don't want to lose that, you know, but that was a whole lot more money back then too. So um, I carried her chip in my pocket when I ran, because the only way I knew to turn it in was to throw it in a bucket at the finish line. Mm -hmm. So I ran the marathon, I finished, I threw her chip in a bucket and they handed me a, a medal. Great. So then I bent over and I untied my chip from my mm -hmm. shoe and I threw that in a bucket and somebody else handed me another medal. So I got to come home and, <laughs> nice. and give my wife uh, a medal for that fifth year. So she got the medal, but she didn't get to run the race. And she did it. She did it a few other times after that. And then eventually, yeah. I think probably around year 10, when she realized, well, she didn't have a streak going and it is awful early to have to get up. And especially by then we had three kids. <laughs> oh man. So, um, yeah, so she stopped doing it. She still does it some years and she mm -hmm. ran it this year. Okay. But, um, so yeah, that was a, that was a heck of a close call though. Yeah. Bob, um, yeah. if the baby had been born a little later or if Disney hadn't allowed my friend to pick up the packet, um, that was a, that was a definite, definitely the closest call that I've, uh, that I've had. I have a random question. Um, and I don't even know if you'd know the answer to this. Has the minimum pace requirement, I mean, the maximum pace requirement always been 16 minute mile? Have they always had, I know they haven't always had balloon ladies, but. No, they haven't always had balloon ladies, but as far as I can recall, seven hours has always been, um, you know, seven hours from the, from the first, as far as I can remember, um, there were back in the nineties and earlier, there were a lot of races that had far more restrictive time cutoffs. Um, I know I did one marathon that had a five hour cutoff. And I was wow. running it as a catered, yeah. And I was. This was back. This is in. This was around that same time frame. This was probably, yeah. This was when I when we were living in Greenville. So this would have been around ninety eight. I ran a marathon in Georgia that was had a five hour cutoff, and I was running it as a catered training run. And I saw there were no balloon ladies, but there were buses, and I saw oh. buses coming after me, and I thought, well, I'm not. Am I really that close to the back? But I was. Um, so there were a lot of races back then that had five hour, six hour cutoffs. Um, as far as I can recall, Disney always had a seven hour. It's never been longer, mm -hmm. um, but always had a seven hour, but it's always also, it's been seven hours from the time the last people crossed the starting line. So even though there weren't balloon ladies, they still didn't start the clock until those last people went across starting line. But there's video out there. You can watch the, uh, there's video of the start of the 94 race and you can time it. It didn't take that long for everybody to go across the starting line back then. Cause there just weren't that many of us. Not, not quite as many, right? It still looks like a good crowd, but not quite as many. Um, I know, at least I'm pretty sure one of your goals is to be, we'll call it the last man standing and yeah. being the youngest, you got a good shot. You know, what would be neat about that. Well, a lot of things would be neat about that. But one thing is that would be a record that could never be broken. 
That that is true. That is true. I had the honor of meeting what they called the ground pounders at the Marine Corps Marathon. And these were guys uh, that had done every Marine Corps Marathon from the beginning. And I think it was at the 48th or 49th Marine Corps Marathon that I met these guys. And there were two of them that were still left. And it was just the coolest thing to see these pretty old guys I would think. out there still doing it. And of course, Marine Corps is is much tougher in terrain, but it's also mm-hmm. much tougher in terms of cutoffs mm-hmm. uh, than Disney is. They've got three different cutoffs. And sadly, uh, now both of there are no there are no more streakers there are no more perfect mm-hmm. there are no more ground pounders at marine corps those guys um both failed to finish a couple of years ago um but i thought that was just the coolest thing and yeah, sure is. i'd love to be i'd love to be the last one but mostly that's tied to my desire never to die um, <laughs> yeah. so it's more related I'm with you it's, it's more related to that yeah it's more related to that than than anything to do with running but um but yeah i'm i didn't know it's funny. Have you always been the youngest? Um, I I probably wasn't the youngest for the first race, right? Okay, yeah, fair enough. Sure. Than me in the sure. First race. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea at year five. I don't know how many of us there were, and I don't know what people's ages were. Um, but I know at the tenth year, they uh, the, the the fifth year they sent us a they mailed us a plaque. I we didn't even know they were mm-hmm. keeping track. It was. Weeks after the race, they mailed us a plaque. And actually, I had to ask for mine because I read on an internet discussion board, which was a thing that existed before there was social media. Um, I read on an internet discussion board that people who, who had done the marathon every year had gotten something in the mail. And I realized I had done it every year. And so I emailed, probably, maybe I wrote him a letter, I don't know, but I contacted um, Track Shack, who did the timing, still do for Disney. Uh, John Hughes, who was the race director back then, got to run it for the first time this year. Uh, but I contacted him and I said, hey, this is I'm Chris Twiggs and I've done the marathon every year and here are the times and here are the addresses that I used because I think I probably had five different mailing addresses in two different states for those first yeah. five years. So it's it's understandable that they didn't know that I was the same person. So, But then at the 10th year, they had us all. They threw a party uh, that we were all invited to. They gave us a really cool Mickey Mouse trophy at the finish line. Oh, we didn't neat. know about it. We knew we were getting oh, something at yeah. the finish. But at the finish, we um, they told us, look for a cast member. And, and we got there, and it's a really cool Mickey Mouse trophy. It's got our name on it. Perfect 10, it says. And um, they gave us a shirt that has our names on it on the back, like it like could be a class T-shirt you know, for high school. And they put us in a parade at the Animal Kingdom. Oh, cool! And, um, yeah. Oh, we, we were we felt like such celebrities. And, I'll bet. And I was put on a float. Some of them were walking. Some of them were on different floats. I was put on a float with this woman, and uh, we were very specifically assigned to be on this float together. And I didn't know until later. I was being interviewed by my local newspaper in Jacksonville, Florida, and they were talking about it and they said, well, um, so how, you know, what do you think about being the youngest of the, of the perfect 10? And I, I did not know that I was the youngest. Uh Uh 
But then I found out that I was on that float and the woman that was on there was the oldest okay. uh, of the of them at the time. Now, of course, there's uh, there's Rudy, he's this 80 year old um, gentleman that is the, is the is the oldest. He's the oldest them. now. Yeah. OK. He's the oldest now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neat guy. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, so at least since the 10th year. Uh, so for the last 20 years, I've been yeah. I've been the youngest. When you, when not you talk, always the fastest, but well, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You know, that's cool. Yeah, you, this is typically when you talk about not wanting to die and all. This is I usually reach over here from my autographed copy of Jeff's book, "Running Until You're a Hundred. So that's right. That's a goal. That's right. The closer you get, the more you want him to write a sequel. <laughs> that's right. You got it. Hey, if I could, and and I appreciate talking to the perfect uh disney marathoner here but if i could i'd like to talk to coach twigs for a minute and i'd like to talk about for our listeners especially what do we do now we just had this mega goal we wanted to finish dopey we wanted to finish our first marathon whatever we did what do we do now yeah so um i think the first thing and i've heard you I've heard you say this, Bob. The first thing is don't feel like you have to make a decision about something right away. Um, You don't have to make a decision about whether you're going to do it again. You don't have to make a decision that you're not going to do it again. You don't have to. And and anything that you say shouldn't be held against you in the court of law or anywhere else. You know, there's some people that just finished this thing and they say, well, that's one and done. I'm never doing that again. Uh, and there are other people that finished it saying, well, now I'm going to do all of them and I'm going to mm-hmm. do every race and I want a perfect season. I'm going to do all the Disney races. And and it's fine to say either of those things, but but give yourself permission to change your mind about those things, to commit later to those things. Um, I think it's a good idea to give yourself at least a week of recovering, great, analyzing great. what actually happened. And then deciding, is there, is there something you want to work on? Is there, do you want to come back and do the same races you did faster? Or mm-hmm. do you want to come back and do the same races? You, I, I've had some Disney marathons where uh, I realized the best thing for me to do is to go slow and take lots of pictures and just celebrate. Yeah. Yep. And I don't always do that, but, but maybe, that's, maybe that's the goal for the next one. Whether it's the next Disney race or the next race, mm-hmm. period. It's just, if you put a lot of pressure on yourself in this race, find one that you can just relax and enjoy. So I think there are lots of ways to go with it. Where I always want to be is where um, I'm recommending you do what makes you happy as a runner. I want you to enjoy running. And so if you think, I would have enjoyed this so much better if I had gone faster, or if you think I would have enjoyed this so much better if I had done fewer races or mm-hmm. different races or more races, whatever it is, um, you know, give yourself a week and then look back on the experience a week from now. And um, or when people are listening to this, a week has gone by. Well, that's OK. And yeah. And and think about, you know, what what was good, what was bad, what was ugly and what do I want to do the same and what do I want to do different? That's the time to make those decisions. For me, I finished that first marathon, even before I finished my first Disney marathon, um, I knew it could be better. I knew I could feel better. And that was my goal was to feel better 
in the next marathon. And, and, you know, some, maybe that involves training differently. Maybe it involves eating differently. Maybe it involves sleeping differently or just sleeping in a different place. Don't, here's a bit of advice I've never heard you guys give. If you stay at the contemporary resort uh, for a Disney race weekend, you're going to hear the fireworks. You're going to hear all of the, uh, the light parade that's out on the water. Those things are going to keep you from getting a great night's sleep. Um, so that's, I learned that the first year didn't stay there ever again. Chris, we had uh, a listener, we had a listener post about that on Facebook. He said, if you're at the there contemporary, you bring your plugs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great advice. Great advice. Yeah. Um, so I think as a coach, I'm going to tell you, give yourself a week, be proud of what you accomplished. Yes. Um, and then, and then give yourself a week and then look back on it and make notes on the good, the bad and the ugly and make decisions based on that. Good call. Good call. Love it. Chris, thanks. We've, we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, did we leave anything out? Any stories you'd like to share before you go? Yeah, well, one one story that I think is really funny, and um, because I mentioned that Jeff Galloway was a was a perfect marathoner, mm-hmm. and uh, and this year he this year he willingly gave that up to become a character stop at the end of the marathon, which is awesome. I yeah, love yeah. I loved seeing him there. It helped me get through that last little section. And, um, but I actually got to run the Disney marathon one year with Jeff and Barbara. It was way before I was working oh, for him. And, oh, um, cool. it just, so it just happened. It just happened accidentally. I was, uh, I don't remember if I caught them or they caught me. They probably caught me. I probably had gone out too fast and they caught me. Um, but we were running along and I know, I know this would have been, I'd have to do the math on it, but this would have been the same year that the 100th Boston Marathon happened because Jeff Galloway had decided he wanted his 100th marathon to be at the 100th Boston Marathon. He was running that with his father, Elliot. And um, so he had not intended to finish the marathon, the, the Disney marathon that year, he was just running it with his wife. And he thought at some point he would just peel off. But we had, the three of us had been talking so much that he forgot to drop out of the race. And so we were getting close to the finish line. And, um, and he's like, Oh no, I, I didn't want this one to count because I wanted my 100th to be at, uh, at Boston. And so I said, well, Jeff, just, just, take your, take your number off and hold it in your hand. And if they don't see your number, you won't be counted. Remember this is before there before, were tags before on the, the timing back of chips. Yeah. yeah right, timing right. chips, any of those things. It was all just done by, you know, looking at people as they crossed. Mm-hmm. So he took off his number, ran through. And so he wasn't, he wasn't counted as one of those finishers that year. Then flash forward a few years and or fast forward a few years and we get to the 10th. And they're compiling the list of all of the perfects and, and they didn't have Jeff on the list. And he said, well, wait a minute, I've done them every year. He said, well, we don't have you as a finisher for a mm-hmm. certain year. And he mentioned it to me. I said, no problem, Jeff, I, I, I can come to your rescue because one of the only finish line photos that I had ever bought was a finish line <laughs> photo of me with Jeff Galloway and Barbara Galloway finishing together. <laughs> Great photo. So I gave him the pic, I gave him the picture. I said, here, here is your proof that you ran and finished the marathon that year. And, um, and so they got him reinstated into the perfects. Uh, Jeff maintained his perfect status that way. He That's sure cool. did. He That's sure cool. Did. I'm glad yep. I asked. That's a good yep. story. 
<laughs> I think so. All right. Chris, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate your time always. We, we love having you on. I, uh, I don't know what we'll do for your fifth appearance, but we'll think of something good. And it, it, I'm pretty sure it won't be that far away from now. So thanks, and, uh, and we'll talk with you later. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. And again, congratulations to all of you on a great podcast, first of all, but obviously putting together an incredible week and weekend down there at Disney. It was great seeing you guys around on the course and the expo and but running into so many of the Rise and Run family out there as well. Thanks. Always a lot of fun. Always enjoyable to have uh, Coach Twigs with us. Great guy, great friend of the podcast, and and great athlete. And my goodness, what an accomplishment. It's an amazing accomplishment, but I also have to say I'm insanely jealous because of that gift that they got on the 25th anniversary. The guy never has to worry about registration for the rest of his life. <laughs> like, imagine the weight that comes off your shoulders yeah. knowing that you don't have to deal with that that mass hysteria year after year. After year. No, that, that's, just, that's awesome. That's helpful. That's helpful, but that's that's small comp- compensation. That's that's quite an achievement, and I think it's neat. And I hope Chris does it for many more years. But uh, let's take a minute. Let's go and let's get back to that segment that we call "How you doing? How you doing?" I'm here with uh, Stephen, uh, who is a first-time dopey runner. So, uh, Stephen, how do you uh, decide to do dopey? Uh, I had a friend who uh, was telling me about it, and there was a charity bib that opened up a month ago, so I signed up. So, uh, think you're ready for it? Sure. Sure, great. Uh, another question. I heard this little rumor. You've never been to a certain location in Disney? Never been to any Disney park ever. So, you're looking forward to running through all four parks on Sunday? That's what they tell me. That's great. So, uh, you're from Michigan, you said, right? I, I am. So, uh, this weather is... It'd be nice for you? It, it, I mean, it's a little bit warm right now, but this weekend for the marathon and the half marathon, it'll be really good running weather. Just, I'm just excited to be here, and it's nice meeting you know, people from all over the world who are uh, as, as stupid as I am or as dopey as I am. So, Yeah, yeah so uh, I, I wish I could see you after the race and say, are you doing it again? Uh, probably not. I'm pro- this is probably a one-time thing for me, but, uh, yeah. but I am looking forward to it. I know a lot of people say that same thing. Right on. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. So what's your name? Phil. Phil, where are you from? I'm London, England. Okay. And this is, you're wearing a Dopey shirt from 2019. This is not your first Dopey. Are you doing Dopey this weekend? I am. Yeah. Okay. And how many Dopeys have you finished? Uh, this will be my second. So. That's amazing. So, yeah. And what is your favorite part about Run Disney events? Um, well, I'm not actually, or wasn't big on Disney until... Um, met my partner, Michelle, over there. She's doing her first dopey. And uh, when I came in 2019, um, I, I got hooked. So, you know, I was all for, I'm just doing a run. I'm just going to get to the end. It's just another marathon. I met every character. No other event on the planet. It's amazing. And I'm planning on riding Tower of Terror on this one. So where else can you possibly ride a theme park ride whilst you're running a marathon? It's, it's crazy. I love it. So... Having this not be your first Run Disney event, what are you most looking forward to eating after you finish your marathon? 
Oh, wow. Um, well, it's not the laboratory cheese that you get in the pack that everyone else seems to like. Thank you. I may be the only person on the podcast that doesn't like the cheese, so I really appreciate that there's another person who said not the cheese. But let's get into the snacks. What Are you a sweet or a savory snack after a marathon? Um, salt and vinegar crisps. Okay. Yeah. So there's a, there's a crisp make in, in the UK called Disco's, which is very, very salty. Um, and I, I, I ran um, Ironman Florida in 2016, and, um, and, and it was a strange moment halfway through the marathon at the end where I pulled out my special needs bag, and I'm eating on the pavement these salt and vinegar crisps, looking trying to look like an athlete whilst I'm eating snacks. So that's what your entire bag was filled with? With discos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's great. So we kind of buried the lead. We were talking earlier, and you are an Ironman athlete, and you are a three-time Ironman athlete. I'll be three this year. Wow, that's amazing. Um, what would you say to someone who maybe wants to do a long-distance event like Dopey, like the Ironman, that maybe thinks, I can't do this, it's not for me? Um, anybody can do it. Um, if I can do it, anybody can do it, honestly. And I, I don't take that lightly. The most amazing thing for all of these events Dopey, Iron Man is helping each other get to that finish line. And then I could almost cry for the people crying when they do their first one because that energy and that amazement you see, that excitement is, is like nothing else. Go do it. So how you doing? I'm here with Sue. Uh, uh, Sue's another first-time Dopey runner. So Sue, uh, what made you decide to try to do Dopey? I've done the Disneyland Paris races and just really wanted to do Dopey. It's a massive challenge. Never wanted to do a marathon before, but Dopey is just, uh, yeah, it's a brilliant challenge to, to attempt. So is this going to be your first marathon? First and last. Never wanted to do a marathon. Still don't want to do a marathon, but really want the Dopey challenge. You did a lot of Disneyland Paris races, or how many did you do there? Yeah, I did the uh, the first three, 16, 17, and 18. Um, so I've done the 5K, 10K, and half before, but now I'm just going to add on another 26.2 miles. <laughs> Jeff, where are you from? Ohio. And what's your shirt say? It's Disney with the Ducks. Okay, so we know each other. We do. All right. Is this your first run Disney event? It is not. It's my third. <laughs> okay. And what um, races are you running this weekend? I am signed up for Dopey. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> you know what? You're not the first person to say that, that I've interviewed. Um, but I think you'll do great. Um, how was your training? Did you, like... Um, I had some health issues along the way, so it kind of derailed. But yeah, we'll, we'll get through. So yeah, same. Happens. Same. But you know what? We're going to carry each other through. That's what everyone keeps saying. Absolutely. is like, there's so many wonderful people here. We're going to get each other through this. Absolutely. So what are you most looking forward to this weekend? Just meeting up with the friends and getting away and seeing people I don't see except for once or twice a year. So Cool. That's awesome. And then my softball question is always, what are you looking forward to eating after Dopey? Uh, we have Homecoming. We have Alan Compass. We have what, Mama Melrose, nice. Mama George. We, we eat well. And who are you here with? I have my friend Dave and Caleb. Caleb is Dopey Perfect. Okay. Let's talk to you, Caleb. So where are you from? Atlanta. All right, and what are you most looking forward to this weekend? Uh, finishing up right. Okay. Feeling good at mile 19. Yeah. And where are you from? I'm from Ohio. And what are you running this weekend? Dopey. Okay, so we're all doing Dopey. And how did you get started in running? Uh, I used to weigh a lot more than I weigh now, and I said, I need to weigh less. So I started running, and, uh, and that worked. So I've just continued to do it, and 
And now, now you're I'm going here. for now the I'm 48 gonna, Now I'm going to do something that is crazy. Don't Be Perfect is something that's really, really special. And I want to congratulate you on that. What would you say to somebody who thinks that they can't do Dopey and wants to maybe attempt it in the future? It's just running at the end of the day. It's just a lot of it. All it is is running. Everybody can run, you know. Uh, well, most everybody can run. Just just do it. Don't overthink it. You know, the miles scare people. I'm scared, but, it, you know, we'll get through it. So. I love that. The theme of the weekend is we're just going to get through this. <laughs> I'm Lindsay, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Okay. What's your name? Lucy. And where are you from? New Hampshire. Okay, awesome. This is your first run Disney event? No. This no. is my second. This is my fourth. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're a seasoned veteran. <laughs> um, you're both actually seasoned veterans. What um, events are you running? Dopey. Ah, you're both doing Dopey? Okay. And um, have you trained for this? Not really. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you most looking forward to this weekend? Um, I like the running through the castle during the half of the yeah. Um, I think I'm excited to get my final medal on Sunday. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yes. And what are you um, what are you most looking forward to eating after the event? Yeah, no, I feel like definitely going to Epcot and eating all the things. I feel like calories don't count yeah. on Sunday. If you're running 48 miles, yeah. then you have to replenish those 100%. Yes. Sure. Yes. Which events have you done before in the past? So I did the Disney Half Marathon in 2012. So it's been a while since I've been back, and it yeah. has exploded. I feel like I'm in, like, a whole new world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very different. Um, so last year I did the Dopey, and this year I did the Wine and Dine, and then when I was, like, 10, I did the 5K. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, my last question for you guys will be, what rides are you guys most looking forward to riding? Guardians of the Galaxy. Same. Yeah. 100% same. <laughs> Yes. And then I want to ask you guys, how did you get started in running? Um, I started in like middle school through my school's cross-country team. Oh, cool. I was a college athlete and realized I couldn't be competitive anymore, so what could I do that I could do myself when I didn't need a team? So I just thought, I'm going to sign up for my first marathon. So I ran six marathons before I even ran a 5K because awesome. I didn't know what else to do. That's awesome. <laughs> so what's your name? Tandra Brewer. Tandra, where are you from? Nashville, Tennessee. Is this your first Run Disney event? It is not. Okay. I started Run Disney events in 2017. Okay, awesome. How did you get started in running? Uh, just kind of felt like I was putting on more weight than I wanted to. That's a and, common story, uh, yeah. And so Princess was coming up, so I decided to do the fairy tale challenge as my get back in shape. Oh, race. that's a pretty big yeah. get back into shape yeah. challenge. Yeah. Um, in which events are you doing this weekend? Dopey. Oh, awesome. Yes. Is it your first dopey? Second. Second dopey. Wow. Okay. So if you have some advice for people who might want to get into run Disney events, what would you tell them? As far as trying to sign up or just well, start running? Just a, yeah, just start running. Well, I think for someone just starting out, Disney is an ideal place to start because it's less pressure, I think, than running a traditional non-Disney race, the entertainment and the fun. It's a more laid-back atmosphere, so it, it seems to be less intimidating than running your local races. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a great place to start and bring a whole bunch of friends and family, and it just becomes a good time. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And what are you most looking forward to this weekend? 
finishing the half marathon and being done. Uh, but then also, I have so many running friends. This community is great since I've started running people from all over the world and just being able to connect with them. Some of our international runners weren't able to come last year. And so I'm seeing them for the first time since COVID. And so it's going to be exciting to just connect with them all over again. That's cool. Do you have any like groups that you belong to that you want to shout out? Yes. I'm in Disney Ducks. I'm in Be Our Guests, um, the Blizzard group. And that's pretty much it. That's cool. Um, And then my go-to question is always, what are you looking forward to eating after your marathon? Well, I'm going for the very first time to to Artist's Point, um, and that's, of course, in correlation with the medals, so, uh, but I think my go-to place every time is Garden Grill. I love going to Garden Grill, and I I know it's not that big thing that everyone's looking for, but it's my favorite, and I come every time I come to Disney. I love that. Yeah, Yeah, tradition. That's kind of also what happens here, is there's a lot of tradition. Yes. Uh, guys, that was fun. Well done. Well done, John and Allie. Uh, well done, listeners. We appreciate you. So don't be surprised if you're at an expo at a future event and a fellow with a microphone walks up to you and says, How you doing? There you go. The only thing is for, for Princess in springtime, Bob and Bob, Jack and uh, Allie are going to really have to work on their John impression. Since, How you uh, doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will have to figure that one out. Hey, we we talked with the perfect marathoner. So let's talk now with a perfect dopey. Now, not perfectly dopey. That's a little bit different. That could be insulting, but a perfect dopey, that's really cool. 10 years, 10 years running, 48.6 miles. Again, little asterisk for the COVID year, but regardless, our good friend, and longtime listener appearing for the second time on the podcast now, Jeff. So, hey, Jeff, welcome back to the Rise and Run podcast. We're glad you're here. Glad to be back. Thank you for having me. Ah, it's fun. And congratulations, 10 years in a row running Dopey. That's a lot of miles. That is a lot of miles. I, I like to say uh, running keeps is uh, something that keeps me off the streets, but the whole objective no. is beyond the streets. Yeah, so that's it right. Doesn't it doesn't keep you off the streets. keeps you on the streets, but you keeps you busy while you're on the streets. There you go. keeps you out of trouble, I guess, for the most part. Uh, and you know what? I, I was thinking about this, Jeff, before we started talking. What motivates somebody to go, hey, four days? four races? That sounds like a great idea. I mean, we know about it now, but that was brand new territory when you started out. What what prompted you to give it a shot? Yeah, it was, we were, we did our first run Disney race in 2009. We did the, we did the, the I say the first time I did a challenge, I kept reading about it in Runner's World. So we did the, uh, goof, I did the Goofy Challenge. And I said, we're already down here. So Let's do, we did the 5K. So we were doing, we did the unofficial oh. Dopey back then. Okay, and okay. We said, well, we'll do this every couple of years. So we did 09 and then 12. And then in 14, they said, oh, we're going to do this other one. We're going to do all four races, get all these, get the medals and everything like that. So I heard about it and I was kind of waiting. And then my wife came home from work. And so I said, hey, let's take the dogs for a walk. So kind of go out, go out separately and say, hey, I heard about this. Would you be uh-huh. interested in you know, 
you know, if you want to, maybe we can go do this race. And she said, oh, yeah, sure, let's do it. So wow. we did the first one. And they said, okay, it's uh, got through it. It was uh, yeah. her second marathon. I forgot what number it was for me at that time. I said, mm-hmm. well, let's see about, uh, I think playing in our back of our mind was like kind of like that legacy for other races we kind of heard about. And I said, well, let's do oh. the next one. Let's see how long we can go. And uh, the wife got through the second one and says, okay, I'm done. She tapped uh-huh. out. I said, well, if you don't can't mind, I want to Oh, no, I can't. Uh, and then I said, oh, I just want to keep going and see how long we can do this and see if we can get to five because then we'll, then we'll see what they do. And then we got the, uh, after five years, became, oh, well, we get the email beforehand so we don't have to worry about all the registration. Yes. Yes. So it's like, okay, let's get, okay, we went five and then six. And then we wanted to see how many people kind of stuck around with the perfect. And as numbers kept going down and it became uh, not musical chairs, but to see, let's see how long we can go. <laughs> Almost, yeah. And then you go like, well, maybe we'll do 10 years. And then uh, it's just been kind of like, you know what? At this point, we're just saying, as long as my body can uh, keep going until I probably get a, uh, a DNF uh or then I think we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing it. Uh, and as long as we still enjoy it, it's still, uh, it's still lots of fun. It's the uh, cherry on top race. We'll do all the regular other races for teasing that, but it's, it's, it's enjoy. I mean, it's, it's still, it's enjoyable. It's still lots of fun to go out yeah, there and just, I say to, to run Disney. It is, it is. It's a great accomplishment and it's really cool. And yeah, I, I if, if I were in your position, I'd do it till I dropped now. Yeah. Which would me would well I I would have dropped out this year, but, but you know good for you. I hear that the year they started to dope you was the first year they put the 10k in. There was no 10k race. Was that correct? Yeah, that was yeah that was the first 10k. And then my wife was hoping that uh, well maybe they'll do a legacy for 10k, but nope, not not the 10k, just the half and longer and stuff like that. So. So they, they decided add a 10K, call it dopey, and see how many people sign up for it. Yes. How many people? It's kind of like it's the old meme of, here, take my money. So it was. Yeah. Uh, and then my wife is the accountant with the spreadsheet, kind of keeps tabs of, okay, how much has these things gone up each year? And everything oh, my. Like that. So it's, we don't, we don't want to know. We don't, we yeah. don't talk about that. <laughs> no. So they treat you a little special as a perfect dopey, and they give you some some things. You get a lanyard that says perfect on it. What are some of the other things that you get when you're perfect? Well, one of the things they do is when they go to uh, pick up your bibs, uh, on the bib, it does say perfect on it. Oh, cool. And, and they'll make uh, they'll make a big thing about, oh, we got a perfect, yay, and they kind of ah, cheer neat, and everything like neat. that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and that wound up being, I think it was because of the anniversary year, uh, that was kind of the cue for the little booth that was on the other side to, oh, we have a perfect, grab them. And then uh, this year, as a special uh, token of their appreciation for, I guess, giving all their money and keep running. These yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a little uh, lunchbox that uh-huh. uh, had the, the this year's logo on one side, and then the other side had a, a running dopey, and it said uh, a perfect dope, perfect dopey. On oh, nice. Cool. So, because I saw some people at the lunchbox, said, oh, where did they get that? I said, oh, okay, I get one, so I'm gonna go get mine. Cool, yeah. And they gave us a little. Uh, I also had in there uh, a little note saying, uh, you know, thank you for being part of the Run Disney family and whatnot. Uh, they had a trucker's hat with 48.6 on the front, and on the back it said Run Disney Perfect Dopey. Oh, cool. Uh, with also uh, two little Run Disney themed cookies, and uh, 
those were gone real quick. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm going to burn these calories later. I'll put them in yeah, the bank. Of course. No cheese. And then, huh? No, no, ah, no cheese. No. Too bad. Yeah. Well, I, I, those are on eBay now. Anyway, that's the, <laughs> the cheese. And then they also had a one of the sponsors with Otterbox uh, had a little gift certificate yeah. for us. So I got to turn that in there. So it, it was it was really nice. It was a nice little surprise. Oh wow, no, that's neat. that is that's nice. neat. Yeah. And then and then once you completed the race and you go through the usual, go to the left hand side, get your challenge medals. Right. You go through the shoot. Uh, they gave you. They saw if you're perfect. They nailed them. They said, oh, yeah, we're perfect. And they had uh, uh, lady with a cowbell because uh, uh, you can never have more, enough cowbell. <laughs> and, they, uh, and they said, oh, perfect. And they gave you your an extra lanyard to uh, – it looked pretty much just like the uh, other dopey uh, lanyard, but it uh, just said perfect on it. So it kind of separated. So it, it's a little, it's nice a little it's a nice little thing to get uh, kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll come back next year just for the cookie. Had they done anything previously, Jeff? Uh, was this the first year you got stuff or had they done it before? Uh, this is the first, other than the lanyard, they started uh-huh. giving that out, uh, I believe like the same year they kind of started doing the years, the 25th, they started at, cause that was, would have been like years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Check my mail. Okay. No, uh, they started good. doing, they started doing the lanyard. So we got a separate lanyard, uh, on it, but this is the first year that I'm going back. I recall that they gave us a little something extra, uh, to, uh, to, uh say pre-race. Neat. Now you you told me earlier how many perfect dopies are there? Uh, prior to or at the completion of the 2022, there were 477 officially with the Run Disney. That's the number that they were using. Okay. Uh, and then on our perfect dopey uh, Facebook group, uh, one of our statisticians goes through they after. Uh, before the races, how many people have signed up? After each race, how many people are still left? And the unofficial number right now is 401. Oh, okay. It's so dwindling a bit. Yes. Uh, have you made friends in that group? Have, do you see them? I mean, you see them. They're there. Uh, I don't know if it's you most got on the, I see, I'm mostly on the Facebook group. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I kind of get to see them more virtually. And then we yeah. do, uh, before the 5K traditionally, and sometimes if it's not enough people make it, we'll do that before the 10K. There will be the uh, perfect dopey uh, uh, group photo that we'll hold over at the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, in years past, there's been like an official photographer, so we'll get a nice photo. And then sometimes it's uh, it's a cell phone that here I got half the group in this one, half the other one. So so it's okay. Uh, uh, so we stay in contact that way. And then yeah. there is a lot of like you've seen like the run dopey group. It's not for the perfects, but there's a lot of stuff right. like like the merch and everything, which I was oh, happy yeah. that I, I missed the Gooder sunglasses, but somebody oh, yeah. in the expo, yeah. somebody in the expo, I think it was like iFit or something like that, they were selling sunglasses over the same thing, so it's kind ah. of like, so I got my dopey glasses. Yeah, no, we, that's cool. We know we know that group very well. A lot of friends with the Run Dopey group. Good good group of folks there. It's yes, uh, they're a lot of fun. Hey. Let's go back to the first one. What was the first, I mean, I asked you why you did it, but what was it like? How did anything different as things changed over the years or what was that first one like? The course was very similar to like, it's like the court, like we used to do the two loops way back when you used to do the two loops around Epcot. And then it went away from that. Uh, Cause we did a lot more like animal kingdom and going down Asuela parkway and now it's back. Uh, so slight course adjustments in that, but uh 
really it's just kind of like it depends on the theme and how many more characters and unusual characters that they get out there has been uh, i say the major i say the major difference the other things that we've seen like the stuff that we used to do we used to always get the race retreat that's no longer there and it's like right you, know, you see the evolution with like the club run disney and everything yeah like that. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. really so just it's amazing kind of things how we've much, observed in general huh yeah it's it's amazing how much it's really been fairly consistent mm-hmm. i mean throughout the years i can't uh recall too too much i mean it was oh no it was 2012 was the because uh, my wife brings up the one and done of the uh the marathon relay but you've seen you know some of oh. the i guess the one big thing would be like i say looking at i'm just i say big thing but uh, the 10k it seems like they keep rotating which who's the main person is for that okay because originally it was like Minnie mouse and then it switched over to i think it was oswald for a couple of years yeah yeah and so it's so that kind of rotates a little bit and then we see the course changes a little, a little as you yeah. already talked about. Um, anything stand out for you in these ten years? Any uh, notable things you did? Rides, finish lines, costumes? Anything special? We don't do like the I, well, we don't do the full blown costumes that would like like you had to carry around and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Except for it's more like running related, so it's more like Etsy purchases. The ones that like my wife yeah. might have done when she does. Because even if she even if she doesn't do dopey, she'll do at least the 10k and half, and she'll sometimes mm-hmm. do the five k. Mm-hmm. So we'll team up on stuff. We do a lot of Donald and Daisy. Uh, yeah, my yeah. my license plates make duck. Yeah. So yeah. on the on the race courses, every duck I got to stop at because my normal race strategy <laughs> is don't stop at the first few characters, you know, because that's where it's going to be the big bottleneck. Try to get ahead right. a little bit so you can yeah. uh, buy some or uh, buy some time for later on. But like one marathon, they had the launch pad was at the very beginning. It's like, uh, okay, I'm going to oh. violate this rule. <laughs> uh, so we do a lot of Donald and Daisy. And then uh, if it's cold, you know, we kind of, and yeah. we'll do uh, Doofenshmirtz and Perry the Platypus. She had the whole big outfit on that one. Oh. So she, run, she runs Perry. <laughs> Warm up a little bit. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, so we'll, I mean, we'll do stuff like that uh, together. Mm, but, cool. Uh, I mean, it's been uh, it's been an enjoyable. I said I don't know how long the ride's going to go. We'll see how long I can hold. No, out. I get it. I get it. We were talking with uh, Chris Twiggs about thirty perfect marathons and how you know it, it takes a lot. It takes endurance. It takes uh, determination, and it takes a little luck. Yes, uh, and I doff my cap to uh, you know those guys are doing uh, the uh, thirty marathon you know, every year. Yeah. Uh, just. For us, our, I mean, I don't say our biggest concern, but one of our major concerns is to travel. I mean, just getting down yeah. from Indiana just in yeah. case if there's snow. Yeah, we all, yeah, good we point. Always have the, we always have the backup plan of the weekend before. If it's going to be crappy weather, we'll take off a few days early. Mm-hmm. haven't had to execute it yet, but it's kind of like that's in the back of our mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on Southwest, and we had no idea what was going to happen oh, this yeah, year. That, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, that all worked out, but... Yes, yeah. uh, so we were a little concerned on that, but uh, it's been uh, one heck of a ride. Uh, we keep planning to do this. Uh, our travel agent says we're one of the few people that can uh, justify having an annual pass that lives in Indiana because we'll come yeah. down for we'll come down for two or three race weekends at least. We we, we know a number of uh, folks who live a good distance from Disney World who are uh, APs because of the runs. I said we there was one year it was fifteen and sixteen I think we did like every race except for Avengers. Mm-mm. 
I think it just Souls of Vengeance, the only one we didn't do. So we got like three coast to coast medals. Yeah. And all this yeah. Going on there. So we're looking forward to Disneyland. Oh, that's going to be. Uh, we know. Uh, that's going to be a fun registration. <laughs> that's going to be a that, that could be a logistical nightmare. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of people. So you got the you well, you're probably doing Dopey next year. I'm well, he's in there, that, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that email. So that's one that I can yeah. go like, yeah, I'm registered. Just register. check then, the block, then, right? Then the, ne- then the next week, you're going to California? <laughs> yeah. Well, we did that. I mean, we did that for like, I think for two years when we did like the marathon weekend. And then we did the next weekend was Star Wars. Oh, uh-huh. so, uh, Until they stopped those races. So it's going to be, yeah. I like getting that email, and I also like because I'm also a legacy runner with the Chicago Marathon, so I get that one. Oh, good for you! I don't, so I don't have to worry about the lottery on that one. Oh, that's great! Yeah, really neat. So it's more along the lines of I have my my two iPads, my computer, and everything I create Uh for my my wife to make sure that she gets in. Yeah. So for Disneyland, it's gonna it's gonna be the Hunger Games. So we're looking. We know the drill. Yeah, I I mean, you're going to get in or you're not. I mean, that's the way it's going to be. So. I'm thinking St. Valentine's Day Massacre. It'll be an interesting day. It's going to be bowling shoe ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bowling shoe ugly. That's yeah. the, That must be a Midwestern term, Jeff. I've, I've not heard that one before. I, I like it. I may steal it. I'm, there you go. I, yeah. I steal a lot of things. But uh, <laughs> nothing of value. Just, <laughs> Just I probably like liberated that. from somebody else. I just call it. That's yeah, okay. Well, if I ever used it, you'll be my tagline. You'll you'll be my footnote. I got that from Jeff. So Jeff, uh, so I heard in the first couple of years, uh, it was like wristband central to uh, be uh, tracked for doing dopey. Yes, it was. They were still working on their systems, and after each race. You, they gave you, okay, you completed the 5K, you got this wristband, it said the 5K in the color. And after the 10K, you got one. And after the half, you got one. And then obviously, they went for the full. But you had three wristbands, plus we also, at the time, we also got the race retreat, so they gave you a wristband for that. So I had, so I looked like I had so many, like either the uh, slap bracelets or... <laughs> Uh, on there and you're just you and you have to wear these things the whole time uh, yeah. so you're just uh, you felt like you a heavily medicated patient when you're having <laughs> and maybe it was also their way of saying like okay oh he's a runner okay you want to go this way yeah. <laughs> you throw your magic band on top of that and then and then for a while they took our picture and they they checked us with the computers you went through and now if you've got the bib, you just go through the tent. They give you the medal. It, it almost seemed like it's the honor system because we thought they'd like get more checking on there. So it's. Uh, I mean, it I mean, really like, is. Yeah, I mean, the photos. It felt like you only wanted the front and profile view, and you had to yeah, right, mug shots. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's evolved and everything like that. But it's yeah, they don't even do the uh, the checking to see if they actually finished. No, or, I mean, I guess you. It, they do keep track of because the only the only people that are timed for like the five k are the dopies and so they You're have right. like so they keep track of they'll have uh, on the race results page they'll have yep. dopies through five k ten k and stuff so they are keeping track of that because I know I know a couple of perfects were saying hey I don't have any time on here so it's like okay you got to contact them 
and have like some, it was like either one, some photos of like you on the course. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And then probably like send like your Garmin or whatever, you know, information that you had to kind of give you, I say some proof on there. So, but that could be, that would be nerve wracking for my end would be kind of like, Oh my God. So DNFing is, will ruin your perfect status. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you, uh, this is one of the things that kind of, I mean, I don't say it almost happened this year. This is why we have, my wife sets her phone. I set my phone and we do the wake up call. Uh, apparently there was an iOS update, uh, the morning of the half, I think. And my phone turned off. Ooh. Ooh. So, but, but my wife, but we still got the wake up call and my wife's phone, she turned her automatic updates off. Ah. So luckily hers went uh, still, her alarm went off. The wake up call went off. I'm looking at my phone go, okay, why is my phone dead? And I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to need my phone just in general after right. the race. Where's the nearest Apple store? If I have to get this one, I'm trying to oh boy. Or going through this one. I'm going to my iPad to look it up real quick. Okay, this is what happened. Let me see. Someone else had to add this issue. I say, okay, here's a do a hard reset. Okay, got it. So it took care of, but luckily I, we uh, everything was fine because we still had the two backups instead of having all three alarms. But yeah, if you miss one race, uh, you, you are out. Yeah, that's part of that luck stuff we were talking about. Yeah. So it's not just doing it 10 years in a row. It's doing it four times a year in a row, yeah. 10 yeah. years in a row. So We do most of these races because we want to be healthy and we really enjoy them. But mostly we do it for the bling. So I want to know, what is your favorite medal set from which year? And if you have a favorite race for a different reason, what's your favorite race from which year? It's almost like the the medals kind of evolve on some on some years. I mean, this year was really a lot different with a lot of the spinners and stuff. Yeah, they look very different too. If you like, yeah, they did. Yeah, against other ones. For some reason, I I'm trying to keep it in my I'm trying to picture it in my head, but that the fifth year, the five year anniversary one six in my head is being really cool. And then uh, as we discussed. Uh, Last year's with the 50th and the really nice gold, yeah, uh, yeah, right, uh, trim right. and everything was really cool. So I really uh, that was really nice too. Yeah, uh, I mean this was kind of neat to play with and everything like that. And it kind of flips around with the acorns and that, but uh, yeah, but I mean I'm I where I'm sitting right now. I'm looking at my wall. I'm looking. I've, I've done three. I'm looking at all the medals. Spinners don't mean much when they're on your wall. <laughs> they don't, this is they true. don't spin over there. True. So I. I probably say last year's is probably the sharpest looking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one of the things that we we talked about the extra stuff you get, but they give it for all the marathoners is that when they started with the twenty fifth are the ears, right. right? And so just been getting the uh, the ears and everything. Uh, the, the silver ones were the neatest because it's like hey, it's the first one, and it was like the twenty fifth anniversary. Uh, and getting that, and then uh, this, and afterwards, I then someone else had the idea, and I brought mine back the following year. The following next time I came is also get them embroidered. Get them, yeah, so that's like, a good idea. So each year I'll put like dopey number seven, or yeah. uh, this year I had uh, uh, stay in perfect, do- uh, stay in perfectly dopey twenty nice. two thousand twenty three. So yeah, there are five sets of ears. I have four. I missed the first. Okay. One. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it was a nice surprise and everything like that. So it was, yeah. Uh, and, and actually it was a little bit of surprise in 18 was the first one that, because it was the 25th anniversary. 
we were kind of surprised to get him in 19 because we thought maybe it was just an anniversary type thing. Yes. But now it's become a tradition. So that's kind of, that is cool. It's a neat little kicker for, hey, I just did 26.2 miles. Yeah. And, uh, not too big of hills and stuff like that, but the adverse conditions of it went, this year went from cold in the uh, morning yeah. to, uh, I say, the, to the heat, the humidity. Uh, and just the uh, uh, quick funny story is for the hat, my, my thumbs kind of stopped working. Uh oh. So I, could, I was still running. I was I was feeling fine, but my thumb stopped working. So I went and you really needed to get like a Sudafed, and I took it out of my bag. So I stopped at the med tent and I said, "Excuse me, could you open this for me?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, "Okay, here you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ma'am." <laughs> so I was like, "I could just keep, I get back going." But uh, uh, Rem Disney didn't think it was enough of a story, but this was my 90th half marathon, a 30 second full. Our this was I collected my 120th uh, Run Disney medal, and this was my 30th Run Disney weekend. So very impressive, sir. Very impressive. And with that, I think we'll say thanks for your time. Thanks for being a listener. And uh, hey, when are we going to see you again? Springtime. I'll be back. We'll be back back down there for springtime, and uh, we're quasi planning on uh, wine and dine. But we will definitely be back there in January of 24. Oh yeah, I know for sure that. But uh, but in, in in between time, we'll look for you in springtime. And of course, we'll be running it. And of course, we'll be running in Fishers, Indiana. So thirty years for Chris, ten years for Jeff, and let's see, that's four appearances for Chris now, and two for Jeff. John, you're gonna have to get working on those jackets. I'm not yeah, we sure. gotta gotta think of something for him. I'm not sure what we're gonna do. But we'll we'll have to come up with something. So thank you guys. Good interviews. Enjoyed talking with both of you, and and congratulations on those really terrific accomplishments. Uh, John, while I got you, we have any new reviews? We haven't talked reviews for a while. Now we got a couple reviews. So oh, cool. let's let's go. So my long run companions, RD fan Tracy, I found. Rise and run after my first Disney race last November. Wish I'd found him sooner. I love this podcast. So encouraging and real down to earth. It makes my runs better. I'm training for my first half now and love catching up with the gang each week. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Um, that obviously was before Marathon Weekend. She sent that in. Uh, yes. It says Tracy. I don't know if it's a, a man or a woman, actually. Um, doesn't matter. Whoever you are, thank you. We appreciate it. We we love the fact that we are with you on your long training runs. That was one of our objectives as we got closer and closer to marathon weekend. That's why some of those episodes went that long, but we, we really, we really genuinely appreciate it. And thanks for submitting the review. John, we got one more. Yes. Uh, from Brittany M. Thank you for the inspiration. Hi, Bob and the gang. I've only just joined your face group group and have been binging the podcast. And finally on episode 41, as of today. And excited to catch up in real time because I'll be running my first races ever and my first Disney races ever in my life coming up for Princess 2023 with my husband. Oh, yay. My husband has been running for a long time and my father was an amazing runner. But I've always been known to say I'd never run unless a lion was chasing me. (laughs) I work at a big cat rescue in Tampa, so it's legit. Oh, geez, yeah. But I'm now starting at 38 years old after some health issues woke me up to use it before I lose it. Nice. 
When I decided to run my first race, I decided I could only be at Disney and to go big or go home. Do the challenge. You guys have helped me so much to adopt and stick to the Galloway method. I feel like I know you guys, and I've never even seen you at an event. I will likely fangirl. Thank you for the inspiration, motivation, smiles, and excitement you have brought me for my training so far. I haven't even completed this goal yet, but I've already started dreaming about the future events because of your positive energy. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Brittany. 38, just a kid. Just a kid. You got a long ways to go, Brittany. You got a, a bright future ahead of you. Thank you for that. Nice comments. We look forward to seeing you. We look forward to seeing everybody, of course. We'll have a get-together. Oh, what a great get-together we had over Marathon Weekend. But we'll have get-togethers at Princess and at Springtime Surprise. More information on those. Uh, it's got to be coming up pretty quick because Princess is coming up pretty quick. But we'll definitely put something together. Thank you so much for sending in the reviews. We know it takes time and effort on your part to do it. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, I wanted to give an update on some friends that I've just, these are just observations I made on Facebook. Uh, and if I, I, sometimes I hesitate to do this because if I leave somebody out, I'm sorry. Uh, let me know and we'll mention it also. But uh, our friend Jennifer, not long ago, went in for surgery. And when she went to surgery, she took her dopey medals with her. I thought that was pretty cool posted a photo of herself with her dopey metal spread out on the, uh, on the blanket in her bed. I hope, she, I hope Jennifer's doing well. Last I saw online, it looked like she was, uh, our buddy Kent, who was with us not terribly long ago, talking about an ultra marathon he had done. He injured himself on that ultra was in a boot for a while. He's back out of the boot. I think Kent is back to training again. And our friend Christy, who was scheduled to do dopey, but broke her leg. It looked like it was a pretty significant break. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. She posted a picture of the x-ray and it looked like the hardware department at Lowe's. Um, <laughs> but she seems to be doing pretty well also. Uh, I've, I've heard uh, directly from Christy once or twice and she's got some posts on Facebook. I know she's out of her boot also, I'm pretty sure. And on her way to recovery, I hope. So if you have, if you've been having injury difficulties, uh, we're with you. We hope things are going well for you. We're going to get back to the race report spotlight next week. We've kind of left that one out the last couple of episodes. Uh, a lot of the races, of course, we talked, we talked quite a bit about marathon weekend. Then we talked with Jeff and Chris this week, and then the rest of the race schedule has been a bit lighter. So We'll be back to the race report spotlight soon. If you're a new listener and you're not sure how to get involved in that, join our Facebook group, please. In fact, join our Facebook group, Rise and Run Podcast. Uh, join us on Instagram at Rise and Run Pod. And in the Facebook group, if you go to the top of the page where the featured posts are pinned, you'll actually see a race report in there. You can go in. That's a Google Word document. You can edit it yourself, or you can just leave me a note in the comments saying what races you have coming up. We'll put you in there. Uh, and hey, if you're doing Princess, don't forget to get your name in there so that when we do the roll call, we won't skip you. So get yourself in the race report. And what I typically do is a week or so ahead, I'll get in contact with you and say, hey, you got a big race coming up. We'd like to talk with you. We have a lot of fun on those. 
But speaking of race reports, it's time for the race report. All right. On Saturday in Claremont, Florida, the crazy 80s 5K. Kayla did that one. Cool evening. A cool evening in Claremont, Florida means 50s. Nice. So I want to, if you're listening in Minnesota, cool evenings in Claremont are different than cool evenings in, in, uh, in Minnesota. Nice, solid finish for Kayla. A beautiful sunset. It sets her up for some new goals in 2023. Good job, Kayla. In Houston, Texas, it was a race weekend. Catherine did the 5K on Friday. Beautiful weather. Looked great. She did the half, the Aramco Houston half marathon the next day, but I didn't see any posts on the half. So I hope that went well. Uh, but speaking of that half on Saturday, Emily did that one also. Emily had a great run, ran with a friend, shaved 25 minutes off her previous half marathon PR. Very nice. Uh, great support in that event. Emily says she's from New York City. But she may run the Houston half again. Apparently really enjoyed it. In Tempe, in Tempe, Arizona, Molly was signed up for the Arizona Rock and Roll 10K. Bunch of our friends, a uh, bunch of our friends from the Council of Costume, friends from the Run Dopey group, uh, our buddy Margaret from Central Florida, they all did the Castaway K 5K Challenge after Marathon Weekend. That one's, that one's really nice. Uh, what's left of the Castaway K challenge that I'm aware of is you get off the boat, you get on to Castaway K, and if you want to do the 5K, you do it by yourself, and you come back to the shop, you say, I finished, and they hand you a medal. No, okay. that changed. It did? When did it change, like? Mm -hmm. um, they had an official race start. They got, like, how it used to be before COVID. Um, I saw pictures online. Oh, no, wait a minute. You're about, you about the Castaway K challenge? Or just plain... Anytime at Castaway K. No, like the challenge, like. Oh, I know the challenge does that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. challenge does that. The challenge has. Yeah. But they haven't, they haven't with COVID. Like they didn't last year. They didn't organize it last year. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they had three waves. They had an official start on the runway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they've got super, it, super characters. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's time for me to get on my soapbox. Here we go. <laughs> Run Disney. You had a weekend dedicated to the 90s. For all five days of that weekend, you were blasting 90s tunes, including the Goofy movie. You claimed to have, quote unquote, power line out on the course for the marathon. And you teased us with regular Goofy and regular Max dancing around. But you have the audacity to put Powerline Max for the Castaway Key 5K. Are you kidding me? How when I saw those photos, I was so excited for those people, but so <laughs> angry that why could you not have him during Marathon Weekend? I rest my case. I now yield my time. We're, we're sorry, Greg. We're I sorry. just wanted the photo with him. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, I saw a lot of great pictures. The, the, the Castaway K 5K Challenge is definitely a neat event. I, Lexi, I don't know. I Last time I was on a cruise, which was in February, 
uh, it was get off the boat, go walk, tell us you're done. And here's your medal. Uh, I don't, that's how it was in October as well. Yeah. So I don't think that's changed. I think that's still, I think the only time they're doing it up big is for the one in January, which I wish they'd extend a little bit, at, at least to the other race weekends. That would be cool. But, uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's still fun. And those guys had a great time and I'm happy for them. Hey, some, some closing thoughts here. First, a public service announcement. This is a public service announcement. Kids, boys and girls, listeners, wear your dadgum sunscreen. Okay. Otherwise don't, don't be like me. Be smarter than me. It's not that hard. It's a very low bar. But, uh, yeah, I spent the morning in the dermatologist's office having, uh, and, and I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. But having, uh, cancer cells removed from my forehead, uh, procedure took about an hour, hour and a half, uh, success rate is greater than 99%. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it, but I'm telling you, wear your sunscreen. I'll try to do a better job from now on. It's, it's, it's a procedure you don't want to go through. It's just not. It's so easy to forget when you go yeah. out and run that that's one of the steps you should do. Yeah. I know I'm guilty of it all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look back on hours refereeing soccer, playing golf, running, uh, just being in the military. And no, uh, I just went out there without it. So now uh, that's the price to pay. But look, slap it on. It's something you need to do and it is worth your time and effort and when you get to be an old fart like me you'll have beautiful young skin and it'll just be it's just better for you it's something you know you need to do uh i knew i needed to do it i didn't so here we are but i also wanted to talk about something else i as with many of you had various motivations this marathon weekend uh, a lot of my motivators were you, the people that are listening here, just knowing that you're on our on our side, in our corner. But I had a big motivator. I had an interesting year where I had a total knee replacement done in February and a surgical procedure on my Achilles tendon done in May. And during that, and, and I posted this on Facebook, during that uh knee replacement, when I had my in-home therapy, the physical therapist came in and if you come into my room, you see all the medals, Disney and non-Disney. He looks around, he goes, what's your last medal? And I told him, and he goes, well, that's the last one you'll ever earn. And I thought, yeah, you want to bet? Because I'd already talked to the surgeon about it. And he promised me that with modern procedures and with the robots used in the surgery, I could get back out there again. He doesn't know you very well, but well, he, you know, yeah, that's part of it, Allie. But part of it, I, he is. I don't don't think the guy kept up on the new procedures. I think that five years ago, that probably would have been true. That a doctor would have told you, "Hey, you can't run on that artificial knee." But uh, the doc I had, he, we talked about it at length prior to the procedure, and he promised me so. But it, you know, it was only 10 months after the surgery and, uh, it was a challenge and I wanted 
I wanted to throw those three pictures up there. The one after the knee surgery, the one after the Achilles surgery, and the one with the medal. And it meant a lot to me, even to the point of walking along sometimes. And yeah, I had a lot of help from my friend Mary for the last couple of miles. I had a lot of help from Caroline in the beginning. I had a lot of help from you guys in the middle as we bounced back and forth and we saw one another. But uh, the other thing that kept me going is wanting to post that picture. And when I did, the reaction I got, I don't know. It's just, it's emblematic of what goes on with the folks who listen to this podcast and the way they react with one another and with us on Facebook. I, I'd love keeping up on Facebook and I love commenting to people's comments. There were too many. I couldn't do it. I, I could not do it. So I take this time now to say thank you to everyone and all your kind words and all your words of support and all your words of affirmation. I, know you understand how much they mean to me and how much they're going to keep me moving forward and how I am fired up to do dopey in 2024 to celebrate, celebrate my 70th birthday. I'm excited about that. So thank you guys. I, I, I love y'all appreciate it. All right. Almost time to say goodbye, my friends. Hey, uh, Want to relive a little bit of Marathon Weekend? How can they do that, Lexi? Uh, check out our videos on Passport to Run because um, as of this recording, we've uploaded the 5K, the 10K, the half, um, and then the full is going to go up on Thursday, I believe. Well, that's the um, day of release, so it should be up today. Yeah, yeah. So go check that out. Um, and... Jack's video is the half marathon and the full marathon. I was so worried about time that I did not record e- either race. Um, Cause I just wanted to make sure that I finished in time and y'all know what happened with that. Um, but next time, yeah, next time Jack's videos are really awesome though. And I'm really excited for her marathon one to come out. Good deal. Yeah. We'll be looking for that. Thanks. All right, my friends. And if you run, you are our friends. It's that time. Time to bring episode 68 to a close. Two more races on the Disney schedule for the season. Keep training. Until we see you again, happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.